Hi, everyone. You've hit play on another episode of Chriselle Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Here on this podcast, we're providing hope through the challenging journey of life by empowering you with the resources, tips, strategies, and tools you may need along the way. Our podcast is designed to help you create the life balance you're looking for. We're all about removing the stigma associated with mental health by talking about it in a way that we can all understand. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm your host, Alfred Critchell Jr. And as always, I'm joined today by my co-host, fellow licensed professional counselor, my sister, Letty Chriselle. You know, Let, it's really an honor that people have taken time out of their day to hang with us for a bit when they could be doing anything else. Yet here they are, either working out, walking, or just sitting by the fireplace listening to us, you know? Yeah. Let, yeah. Let, what are you doing? Are you on your phone? Well, as a matter of fact, first of all, you God. sound really judgy right now. Anyway, <laughs> not right We're now. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> not right now, but it is right here next to me on silent. Oh, so, so don't worry, okay? Yeah. I've been really busy with my to-do list and checking off as much as I can, getting ready for the holidays, you know, the planning, parties, those darn white elephant gift exchanges, cookie parties. You know time. what I mean, right? Yeah. You know, I actually do. Yeah, I mean, not as much as my wife, though. She usually manages this for us, and I'm so appreciative of her for that. Oh, I'm glad you Thank added you, love. that. <laughs> what I do is I just ask what she needs me to do and take care of those things that way. And I think that's that the best thing to do. Yeah, it typically works for us. I am deflecting. You did ask that question, yeah, that original yeah, question yeah, about yeah. my phone. I do pick up my phone, and I go to my Pinterest app, and I start scrolling there. Because, you know, I'm looking Pinterest. for, oh, what do I make for brunch um, or... Pinterest. I have a nail appointment. How do I want my nails <laughs> to look? That, that kind of thing. But then it doesn't just stop there. When I'm done there, I go to Facebook. I spend some time on there, checking out on everybody, see what's going on. Yeah. Then I jump over to Instagram. Do you get where I'm headed with this? I mean, well, I think I do, but, but I can totally relate to the scrolling thing and jumping back and forth from one social media app to the next. And it's, for me, it's really a recent phenomenon. <laughs> I mean... Really, within the last year, since I've started becoming more engaged in marketing for I mean, our business, Chriselle Counseling, you know, I've really had to dive into these apps and engage more. But man, if you're not careful, you can find yourself wasting a lot of time by just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. One hundred percent. There have been times when I get on TikTok and it's always, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll scroll just a little bit and then I'll go to sleep. And before yeah, I realize yeah. it. It's been on for so long that I get a stop scrolling. How long have you been on? Yeah. Talk about being media shamed, you know? <laughs> right. So what I want to know about, I was thinking about how much is too much and how does it impact us? Social media, right? Yeah, yeah. right. This is good. I like this. There's been a lot of emphasis put on the impact of social media on mental health. And since mental health is our thing, let's talk about it. Shall we? So as I was researching a little bit prior to this, I can tell you that Social media really dates back to the, to the 1990s with a service called Six Degrees. I didn't even oh, realize Okay, that, stop right, right there. Yeah. I'm not familiar I, with that one. What is or what was Six Degrees? I, I mean, it was is right. I mean, it literally <laughs> was the first profile where you created a profile and type of thing. And, and it, it was, it's defunct now. But <laughs> most everyone, when they think of social media, they think about or have heard of MySpace. Uh, maybe, MySpace. maybe I'm dating myself. Here, yeah, but. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Facebook, right? That came in the early 2000s. Right. 
business professionals started using a platform called LinkedIn a little bit before that. And then after that, it was on to Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter, now X, right. and then YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, Reddit, and tomorrow will be something else. I mean, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And let's just say social media is here to stay. But like <laughs> everything else, though, it's how we use it that matters, right? Right. So then if we're choosing to spend time on social media, which there's nothing wrong with that, but let's look right. at why we do it. What do we get from it? And again, what is the impact that it can have on us? Really good questions. Thank and I you. think we, as human beings, we're social creatures to begin with. We need social interactions and connections. And these social connections typically are made face to face by people in neighborhoods, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, workplaces, churches, etc. But I think now with the internet and uh, an impulsive population that we are expecting instant gratification, we're at a place where social media fits the bill and gets us what we want, when we want it, which is now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It, with the pandemic and the shutdown, it yeah. was literally the only way to keep connection right. with others. Right. So it was really out of necessity at that point using social media to stay connected with the outside world. Exactly, which really just solidified to a certain degree this reliance that right. we have on social media for our social connections. And we can look at other sectors too. I mentioned I mentioned business professionals earlier, but yeah, entrepreneurs and business professionals use LinkedIn and it became more and more a networking tool to not only connect locally, but on a global level, which expanded their reach in a way that wasn't possible not, not too long ago. And, and that's good for business. Absolutely. You know? Okay, so we know what some of the benefits are with social media. But what about the downside of it? And here I'm talking about those mm. who may be spending too much time on social media yeah. to the point that it's affecting our moods or behaviors in an yeah. unhealthy way. Right. Maybe we should look at that first. Yeah. You know you're spending too much time on social media if... It distracts you from work. You spend more time online or on apps than you do with family and friends, or you use it to get away from bad feelings, bad emotions. Maybe it's a distraction so that you don't have to deal with those feelings. As an escape. Yeah, exactly. Any other signs you can think of, Al? I, I would just reiterate some of the things you've already talked about. You know, If it interferes with time spent together, like face-to-face -to -face time spent together with right. family, friends, and loved ones, then that's too much. And if you're feeling less connected to the people closest to you, interesting, I, I read a recent article uh, citing a New York Times article in 2018 where a newlywed couple almost separated after their honeymoon because the wife spent more time on the trip planning and posting selfies than she spent with her husband. So, yeah, there's that. Yikes. Got to wonder if there weren't already some red flags there, but for the, well, you know, that's yeah. for another episode, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, the other thing is, you know, that you are on too much if you are actually with your family and somebody says, can you put away your phone? Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Have you heard the term FOMO? FOMO. FOMO. I have. I believe it stands for fear of missing out. Did I, did I get that right? You got that. Yeah. Absolutely heard, correct. Right, yeah. Fun fact. Originally in 2003, Patrick McGinnis uh, was a student in the Harvard Business School. He first coined the term as FOBO, fear of better options. Mm -hmm. Then he changed it to FOMO, which he calls the sister term. <laughs> you know, it's like 
do I choose this? What if something better comes yeah. along? You know, again. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, smartphones and social media have escalated FOMO. Constantly checking your phone, posting everything you do, wondering why you weren't invited to the party. People <laughs> are sharing, you know, pics on Instagram. For mm-hmm. some, FOMO causes those feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. My life is so boring. I'm not doing enough. Start comparing. Why wasn't I included? You know, those kind of things. No, absolutely. I agree. And statistically, let me throw some stats at you here. Did you know that right now about 95% of children and adolescents in the U.S. between the ages of 10 and 17 are using social media almost constantly? I believe it. And, and you know, adults aren't any, any better. 75, about 75% of adults are using it. Yeah. And here's another recent uh, statistic. Three or more hours, three or more plus hours a day of social media use among teens and kids actually doubles the risk of depression and anxiety. This is another indication that the use of social media is a contributing factor in the rise in anxiety, depression, and in some cases, physical illness across those populations. And this, to me, it just blows my mind. It's just astonishing and, and alarming. You know, and we haven't even touched on the trolling and cyberbullying that happens. And it's had significant ramifications. We hear about it too often. Well, let's, let's touch on that right now, right? In May of 2023, the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, issued a major public advisory about the links between social media and youth mental health. And in an interview, he detailed findings The teens and kids experience those issues that you mentioned, Let, as well as body image and sleep issues. Again, which doesn't help with developing a healthy self-esteem, self-confidence, self-love. Yeah, so you can see already how, how, you know, the impact that it has on our mental health. And continuing the conversation, these platforms, all these ones that we talked about, right? Yeah. um, They know exactly what they're doing. I mean, there is research... (laughs) that shows already that social media is addictive. It's kind of like a slot machine, you know? It's that dopamine hit that you get that's pleasurable, and you just keep putting money in that slot machine and pulling the lever and pushing that button, waiting for it, waiting for it, and and waiting for that dopamine hit, right? And, you know, that's what casinos do. It's like Uh, one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So these addictive qualities, they can lead to, as we talked about earlier, some of these uh, anxiety and depression and shame and guilt. And we haven't even mentioned... The algorithms that these platforms use to give you more of what you're looking at. Right. It right. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's how people end up doom scrolling and getting all fired up with all kinds of emotions that may lead to other destructive behaviors. So we've got to be very careful how we use this media. And not only that, think about how it affects our brains. We always talk about rewiring our brains, right? Or doing a reset when we're yeah. learning new things. I read an article in Psychology Today titled The Science of Neuroplasticity. Hmm. And according to this theory of neuroplasticity, we continue to learn throughout our lives. So our activities and experiences modify our brain structure over time. We may be Hmm. thinking differently as the result of Googling and social media. I believe that 100%. That is incredible. The numbers and research don't lie. You know, all we're saying is... You can enjoy using social media, but just learn how to protect your mental and emotional health. If any of this episode so far has resonated with you, or for those of you who are parents with kids who love their social media and can't be without their phones, maybe this is a good time to modify your social media use and theirs. Reduce your time on your phone. I will intentionally leave my phone in a different room 
than where I'm going to be. Mm. So they won't be tempted to, oh, let me check something real quick. That's good. You know, turn off notifications, set a time limit for yourself. Yeah. When you're on social media, try not to compare yourself to others. Try to be authentic and helpful when you are posting online. It's not about impressing other people. Right. And this is this is advice that's also coming from a lot of professionals in the mental health community. I've had to make a conscious effort to do this myself lately. I found myself, like I said earlier, just scrolling and scrolling and wondering why I'm wasting so much time on it. But what you're talking about is it's all part of self-care too. Right. And yeah. just as an aside here, a way to model for the ch- for our children and adolescents in our households that we have, you and I both know that our kiddos are looking to us for examples on everything, mm-hmm, right? How right. to behave when we get angry, how to express emotions, all of it, right? Including what is and isn't acceptable with regard to media consumption. I, it's hard. I get it. It's a very different world from the one we grew up in. But you're right, Let. We've got to check ourselves and hold ourselves accountable for our social media consumption. And, you know, this research that we that we shared today, it's fairly new. I mean, remember, social media has only been around for 30 years. Still, you can make technology work for you by adopting healthy habits. So disconnect every now and then and engage in that face-to-face communication. And you got that right, Let. I know, I know I'm going to do that. So good information, Let. But before we end today's show, I wanted to send a message to our listeners about the approaching holiday season. Yes. You know, as yep. we record today's episode, we're just a few days out from Christmas and other end-of-year holidays that people celebrate. And I realize that this time of year can be very difficult for a lot of people for various reasons. So if that is you, know that we are with you and we encourage you to practice some things that can help navigate these sometimes difficult days and weeks, like making sure you're getting an adequate amount of sleep, exercising, and eating right. Come on now. Eating right during the holidays, oh, well, know, that's, that's, that's difficult. I already I have tamales in the freezer to be delivered to the Fort Worth area well. in a few days. So <laughs> I say... Yes, eating right. Enjoy, however, just eat mindfully. Well, what about right. that? Will that okay. work? I mean, that, you know, we got to we got to be kind to ourselves, also. That's true too. Yeah, moderation, right? Everything moderation. But correct. But it goes back to the big three that we've always talked about, right? Sleep, nutrition, and exercise. I mean, yes. we've always got to check that, no matter what time of year it is, but especially during this time. And also, spend time with supportive people when you can, and take time to relax. Maybe take a mindful walk or do a guided breathing meditation, for example. But most importantly. Take care of you, love yourself, and show yourself some grace throughout it all. Right. And you know what? You know, getting back to spending time with supportive people, reach out to other people. Don't yeah. wait for them to, right. Don't to call you. You know, you reach out. Hey, how are yeah. you doing? Just checking on you. It means a lot. It means a lot to people. That's right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us for today. We hope this episode made you think a little bit more about your mental health, social media use, and how it has impacted your life. And what you can do to keep it a healthy experience for you if you choose to engage in it. If you enjoy the show and like what you heard, please share it with your friends, post it on social media. Ha, there you go. Or forward the link to your colleagues at work. Anything you can do to help us spread the importance of mental health is so appreciated. And to ensure you don't miss a single episode of the podcast, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. Not sure if we mentioned it or not, but we are now on YouTube. We're on YouTube, that. All right. That's right. 
Well, <laughs> yeah. So you can you can search up if it's too hard to get on the platform. Go to YouTube and search us up and just listen to us there. Also, you can sign up for our blog where we can we share even more insightful and empowering messages. And you can do that by going to our website, CrishelCounseling.com, C-R-I-X-E-L-L, Counseling.com, and become one of our loyal subscribers. And we do appreciate you. If you're trying to find us on social media, that limited time that you are on social media, you can follow me on my Instagram account, Alfred. Let where can the audience follow you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at Anna Chriselle. And yes, the episode was all about social media this time around. And here we are asking you to go to social media. Yeah. But our goal is developing healthy habits. And this one is worth the follow. Yes. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. Remember, practice makes permanent. Thank you, Let, as always, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey. Thank you for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon. Happy holidays. Thank you.